We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Legacy True Broadcast, a ministry called to lead unbelievers to Christ and to feed the lamb and the sheep of the body of Christ. On today, I want to continue to share on a theme about an attribute of God, and is this, that God's patience with disobedience will not last forever. Beloved, I'm a witness that obedience unto the Lord can bring much joy and peace in our life. But when we become disobedient to the Lord, we've got to know and understand that there comes a time when that patience of the Lord will end and we will begin a season of what I call either the Lord chastening us or giving us a season of learning, a season of building up our hunger for him, or he'll end it. This ending will definitely come when Jesus comes back again uh, to start his new kingdom that abides with him. God's patience with disobedience will end forever. And Christ will continue his life in a new heaven and earth. But I will say this, that I'm a witness that if you obey God in this day and time now, it can bring much joy and peace. This joy and peace is a fruit of sacrifice that is needed to obey the Lord. There will be areas in all of our lives where it will take great effort to enter into this obedience unto the Lord. And for this reason, there is great reward from the Lord now. Oh yes, now for obedience. Uh, But there is also a consequence of not obeying the Lord. This consequence is removal from the body of Christ and The Lord does not enjoy removing us from him, so he made us and nurtures us to guide us into what he wants us to do. God knows that his patience will not last forever, so he does what's needed to keep us close to him. And he does this because he needs our actions to follow our hearts so he can use its fruit in this life. Oh yes, this life. I'm a witness that you can enter seasons of growth where you work hard to get what you badly want for the Lord. And you badly want it because the Lord feeds you and pours into you his, 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 his desires for your life. And for a moment, I want to define what I mean wanting something badly. I'm talking about things that will not leave your soul. Those thoughts will not leave your mind, your will or your emotions. I'm a witness that 
What you think, feel, and have the ability to do will come into your life from the Lord without measure. And at the same time, require a great sacrifice of action on your part. The necessity of some task in our life is why the urge is so strong in our hearts. I'm a witness that as soon as you slow down, get alone, get some rest, and start meditating, these thoughts will arise to the forefront of your mind, emotions and desires. They'll cause you to do what is necessary for the Lord. And so, I asked you this question today. What are you doing about these overwhelming urges from the Lord for service for him? I, I first experienced an overwhelming urge from the Lord to go into the field of engineering at the age of 16. Once found, I knew it was what I was called to do. And I also knew that this desire was from the Lord. My journey to get my degree in engineering to maintain my work and career, I must say, has not been easy. I started out without the proper pre-engineering classes in high school and no money to start college. But you know what? I didn't let this stop me. I, I put in three applications to enter college got accepted by two of them and received enough money to go to one of them. <laughs> oh, yes, this one college gave me money to go to summer school to take courses that I could not get at my local high school. The college that accepted me was my first, was not my first choice, but was what the Lord wanted from me. Oh, yes, the small action of starting the application process opened up for me a world of opportunity. I wanted my goal bad enough to try to get what I could not see in front of my eyes. I wanted my goal bad enough to go down the path from the Lord to give me what I needed from him. You see, it takes faith to get what you want badly. What you see may not be what you like, but it may be what the Lord needs. Also, please know that the Lord is a timely God. And wants to keep you on his schedule of progress for success for him. I know my call to be an engineer was his goal of success for him. I also know that the Lord needed my faith to keep me on his schedule of progress at the age of 16 when this urge first came upon me. This happened the second time in my life also when the Lord wanted me to get a degree in Christian theology. I lost my job in one state. And found another job in a state where I could continue my career as an engineer. And work on that second degree in night school in Christian theology. I hated living in this state with a passion. But my passion for my call from the Lord was greater. The Lord heated up his passion with his constant speaking into my heart. That this was why I lost my job. In the other state. And, and again I, I, I share this. Uh, so passionately. Because. The Lord will. Not be patient forever. But what he will do. Is he will heat up. The atmosphere around you. To urge you. To get into the place he needs for you to get. Before he says. Time is up. 
Beloved, some witness that the Lord will not give up on you. But you can delay what the Lord wants to give you by not trusting in his voice for your life. This happened again in my quest for marriage in my 20s and 30s. It took me nearly 10 years to accept my call of singleness. For the Lord's pleasure, I hate, oh yeah, I hate waste, that I wasted those years unhappy and out of agreement with the Lord. The good news is that the Lord intensified his voice in my heart and let me know how it feels without the fullness of the blessings. There was emptiness on the inside that tormented my soul. I learned during that time that the Lord is a leader and not a pusher or follower. God knows that his ways is always the best way. The good news is that the Lord will patiently, oh yes, patiently wait for a season to give us time to catch up with his plan for our lives. But please remember that God's patience with disobedience will not last forever. This happened in the life of the Jews and you see this in Luke chapter 13, 6 through 9, which says, He also spoke this parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And and this is Jesus speaking. And Jesus went on to say, he came seeking fruit on it and found none. Then he said to the keeper of his vineyard, look for three years. I have come seeking fruit on this fig tree and found none. Cut it down. Why does it use up the ground? But he answered and said to him, sir, let it alone this year also until I dig around it and fertilize it. And if it bears fruit, well. But if it not, after that, you can cut it down. In the scripture, a steward of a garden watched, watered, weeded, and fertilized a field of figs that never brought any fruit. This gardener did what we do today. He expected a harvest of fruit from his labor. He gave it what it needed to get what he needed. The owner was ready to remove the unfruitful plants for the field, but the gardener asked for one more year. Oh, yeah, one more year to try to get it to grow. Now, some theologians say this parable represented the doom and the gloom passed upon the Jewish church at that time from the Lord. For at that time, they had refused to accept Christ as their promised Messiah. After much discussion and fighting among the Jewish leaders, a decision was made to try to stop the message of Christ. We all know what happened. This led to the death of Christ by the Romans. The Jewish family, the Jewish church, was not the same for many years as the Lord scattered the Jews throughout the world away from their promised home. The Lord allowed the Romans in 70 A.D. to enter Jerusalem, destroy their temple, and set up their own government. For that time, the Lord removed this Jewish church and raised up the church of Christ. Christ found, he looked desperately for 12 men who became the foundation of a movement that lives on today. What I love is the fact that the Jewish nation is back up and running in their promised land and has established itself as a Jewish nation. The voices of Christ through many Christians go there to try again to get them to accept Christ as their Savior. 
Now, I share these thoughts and scriptures to encourage us to not repeat the mistake of the Jews. A generation of Jews who watched their nation be destroyed because they refused to receive the gift of peace. That gift of peace was Jesus Christ. To them, Christ did not look like their Messiah, despite the many works he performed. Despite the fulfillment of prophecies proving he was from God. You see, the Lord will speak to us with infallible truths and signs of his voice in our life. He knows that uh, this is needed to cause us to get something that we want badly for our lives. The Jews knew their Messiah was coming and wanted it badly. They had received prophecy. If the coming, or rather of the coming of Christ in Old Testament times and had confidence that he would come. But they could not catch on before God's patience ran out. Beloved, we have the same challenge. Do we have the faith to accept how the Lord gives us what we badly want? Do we want it badly enough to trust how the Lord sends it? Or do we choose to be cursed with removal from the field of growth for fruits of righteousness? Beloved, remember, God's patience with disobedience will not last forever. Well, beloved, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you next week.